This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Yellow and Black Podcast Attack is back. Oh, yeah, it's time for the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my friend, my rock and roll compadre, Chris Sinzak. How's it going? It's going good, man. You look great in that leather jacket with the yellow fringes on it, man. You, what do you think of this, huh? Looks yeah, good, huh? I'm, I'm back for the Yellow and Black Attack, Jack. That's right, I'm man. Combining two bands I love. <laughs> Today we're going to get to combine two things that we love very much. Yeah. Finding out what six songs a friend of ours really likes. Yeah. And hanging out with our good friend, Perry Richardson. Yeah, this was uh, when Perry got announced as the new bass player for Stryfer, I I think it was within 20 minutes that I messaged him and said, congratulations. Yeah. I uh, hope you want to come back on the show sometime. And he got back to me like within five minutes and was like, yep, let's do it. Awesome. So, yeah, he was all about it. So much fun. We love hanging out with Perry. And we're so excited for the, for the news, you know, that he's yeah. becoming a part of Striper. We're going to talk all about that today. It's good stuff, you know, yeah. just like any time that we got Perry on the show. Just like last time, we're going to have a ton of fun today. You Striper fans are in for a big treat yeah. because you're going to get a good idea of where Perry Richardson head is at as far as music and yeah. rock and roll goes. And you're going to see why this guy is going to be a perfect fit for your favorite band. Definitely. All right. Well, before we get into all that, because we got a lot to get to, we got to take care of a little business. And you know how I love to start this show every single week. And that is with a sweet, sweet five-star iTunes review. This one's awesome. Well, wait a minute. No, this is a Facebook review. Yep. All right. A five-star Facebook review then from Mark Adams. Goes a little something like this. The Decibel Geek Podcast is a must-listen every week for me. I became a faithful listener about a year ago for several reasons. One, the music. I always get to listen to great music. The variety of tunes featured is top-notch. Into some of the bands more than others... But the exposure to music I haven't heard before is always appreciated. Two, the guests. Chris and Aaron have what it takes to make an interview worth listening to. The stars and guests that are on always are entertaining. The insight and humor is always appreciated, and I learn something I didn't know almost every time. And three, the variety. I love the theme shows, Toddzilla, Kissmas in July, the featured shows like Rush and ACDC, and especially the Radio Sucks episodes. A huge shout-out to the Y&T episode you had. They have always been a top-three band for me, and it was great for them to get the exposure they deserve. That's about it. I will continue to make this podcast a weekly must-listen. Great job, guys. That comes to us from Mark Adams on the Facebook. Five stars. What a sweet review that is. Long. That guy is smart. Thick. Juicy. Love it. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. You can't ask for a better review than that. No, that's perfect. Awesome. It makes me feel good. I know. We're doing something right here, man. Getting all tingly now. All right, so our other favorite people this week are Geeks of the Week. These are the people that shared on Facebook or retweeted on Twitter last week's bonus tracks episode with our good friend Brian Davis from the Damn Movie Memories podcast. And, uh, yeah, he did great. Uh, Got a lot of good feedback on the song selections. Uh And uh, how about that deep thoughts with Brett Michaels? I love that And a side of Brett Michaels you've never heard before. <laughs> well, unless you're on Swallow This Live. So wise. All right. Geeks of the Week this week are Brennan Barrier, Derek Novak, Kevin Williams, Covers and Fire. Uh, 
Shout out to Kevin Williams for two awesome gifts that yeah. he sent this week. Now we are always going to know what time it is. Absolutely. Uh, Brent Walter, Otto Erling Gregerson, Matt Ashcraft, Greg McGlone, Sit and Spin with Joe, Samuel Wetz, Andrew Jacobs, Ian Wildley from Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. He was real happy I mentioned his purchase of the Sammy Hagar album. <laughs> um, Brad Kalmanson, Australia Wants Poison, Wayne Cross, David Glenn, Rock and Ron Runyon, Sean Cullen, Brant Cattell, Mike Grabowski, Aaron Baker, Damn Good Movies Memory Podcast. Brian Davis, Mark Alden Taylor, Andy LaFon, Paul Korn, Mikhail Burrell, Joe Lescon, Matt Porter, the Matt Porter, Brad Schick, Chris Fretwell, Dan Chapu, Joseph Capone, Daniel Lee, David Hudson, Cesar Atondo, Ernesto Aguiar, Jay Shablewski, Digital Kill, the Radio Star Podcast, Christopher Stokes, Graham Spark, Jeff Mendenhall, Adam Cox, Save Rock and Metal, J.J. Mack, and of course... The, the Mooger Fooger. All right. Our favorite people, Geeks of the Week. If you want to be a Geek of the Week, all you've got to do is share, reshare, retweet, yep. whatever you got to do to get the word out about this podcast. When you see our link, when this one comes up, share that episode on Facebook, retweet it on Twitter, yeah. and you will have your name read on next week's episode. When we get started, you will become an honorary Geek of the Week. Yes, please. The glory, the honor, the prestige, it could all be yours. So let's, uh, we ready to jump inside Perry Richardson's head for a little while and find out what, oh, he, yeah. what he likes? This is going to be great. You guys are in for so much great music today, some great conversation, and our great friend, Perry Richardson. Y'all doing? Nice. Yeah. So the, Perry's back. Perry's back. I'm so, back. And the last time you were here, you were the bass player for what, Rodney, or what? Who was? Your, who were you? The Craig bass? Morgan. Oh, Craig Morgan. Or Trace Atkins. Which one? Was it was Craig Morgan Craig. at the time. Yeah. You were in the country music world. Yes. And now you're back in the metal world. I'm back. Nice. I'm so happy. Does it feel good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet it does. Yeah. It does. Oh my god. I'm having a hard time taking it in, man. I'm like. Because Striper was one of my favorite bands yeah. from 85 on. Yeah. And the band CJ and I were in at the beginning, Max, Max Warrior. Mm-hmm. We got to open for Striper no kidding. Oh, nice. in 85. Oh, wow. And uh, in Charlotte. And that was the highlight of my career at that time. You know, I was like, yeah. oh, my God, we are playing with Striper. We were so happy. Is that happy. back when Soldiers Under Command was out, I think? Um, I think that was it. Yeah. That yeah. second album i think yeah 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 so they were just really getting rolling at that point too yeah yeah wow did you guys hit it off good back then even well um we had a great they treated us like gold to be a local opening band you yeah. know, that, i mean we didn't have a deal or anything and they treated us like we were just any other signed act man it was really cool and had a good time with them. Took some pictures with them. We found an old picture that I took that day and wow, nice. put that online. How it cool! Was, yeah. So, um, I mean, I only met I've met those guys maybe what three times total mm-hmm. in my life. Right. And I don't know if they remember. I mean, they didn't remember that show in '85. Right. Yeah. So it was like, oh god. How big was the I club that you guys it. played in '85? It was a big like. Uh, it wasn't a coliseum, but like a, a, a arena, little event center type thing. It probably held three or four thousand oh, people. Oh, okay. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it was a. It wasn't a theater, a regular theater. It didn't have any seats in it. It was all open. Yeah, it's like a just a big room. Yeah, like a small hockey thing or something. Oh, I don't okay. Know. We had a great time that night, and 
It was great meeting them then. I mean, I've come full circle now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, I guess. So weird. And it kind of just came out of the blue because, like, I don't don't think there was any really rumors about them even auditioning bass players. It just, out of nowhere, hey, Perry's the bass player. And it was like, wow. I saw that. I was like, oh, yeah, awesome. (laughs) So so fill us in on how it all happened. Um, Well, a buddy of mine that... Uh, was a huge Max Warrior fan. He used to come see us all the time. We played North Carolina a lot, mm-hmm. and he was from up in the North Carolina area. And Marty Burns, he was the he would just he he loved us and followed us around and went to all of our shows and stuff. And he now he's a little like local promoter. He does rock shows up there, and he actually did that Max Warrior reunion we did four or five years ago. Right on. So. Um, he ran into the Striper's manager, or co-manager, Dave Rose. He was based here out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. But he was doing something in North Carolina. He's from North Carolina, actually. And uh, and he got word that my friend Marty heard that they were looking for a bass player. And he happened to see Dave, and he's like, here, man, here's the name and number of a buddy of mine. I think he'd fit right in. Yeah. And he gave him my name and number. And... uh Dave called me a couple of weeks after that mm. and said, uh, hey, would you be interested in Striper gig? And I was just kind of laughed. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So <laughs> um, I said, when are you available? He said, well, you can come by my office tomorrow. So went went by and saw him the next day, and we spoke for about an hour. Mm. I had a good meeting with him. And the strangest thing he used to have a band right uh-huh. back in the day and his band opened for max warrior a few times wow that's weird so it's like this weird yeah you know, it is like a cosmic <laughs> thing now <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like it's like here all these chess pieces move just right for, yeah for had you known that out. before no so i guess you guys must have treated them pretty good too then right <laughs> i hope so must have <laughs> must have but uh so he knew me from that and knew me from firehouse and all that. And he said, I think you'll be perfect, man. And mm-hmm. so he really talked it up to Michael mm-hmm. and he said, I met with him. He seems like a great guy and I've heard nothing but good stuff about him and, that, and this and that. And so Michael called me about two days later. He said, okay, we want to fly you up, learn five songs. We'll fly you up and jam. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be a month. It was about a month away. So I had, yeah. I was on the road the whole time. We were in California for two or three weeks. And so I was like trying to learn these songs on the road and not let anybody know what was going on. I was like, man, he's over there practicing. You never see him practicing. Perry, you've been listening to to, uh, Striper a whole lot lately. What's going on with that? Yeah, so. (laughs) Oh, nothing, man. Um, I just like it, man. I like Striper. uh, I'm trying to get my country chops down. Right. But um, so. I flew up there, and uh, we just sat in a little room like this, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no big production or anything. No electronic drum drum kit, and we jammed on those five songs. Didn't have any mics or anything. Just played the right on. Was it just right? you and Michael? All of us. All oh, of them, nice. Yeah. All oh, of them, the other guys flew in, and we all met up. And do you remember what five songs? I was just going to ask, what yeah. five songs were they? Um. I suppose you know a whole the, bunch by now, huh? No, yeah. that's the only five I know. Yeah. So. <laughs> I got to start working on this stuff. The way, uh-huh. right on. They wanted like something really fast. And yeah, that's a great that's, one. Yeah, I that's love about that. the 
fastest one they do, I think. That's, yeah. It's Steve Harris stuff going right. on. Totally. Right. Gallop. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Gallop stuff. Yeah. Calling on You, mm-hmm. The Rock That Makes Me Roll. Great song. Um, what else? Soldiers Under Command. Nice. Yeah. And uh, No More Hell to Pay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love that song. That's a good, they, I love that, that that's song. A good group of songs to, to go in with. Yeah. I can see why they would choose those, especially yeah. for the bass parts. Yeah. So, yeah, you had to, you had to work hard on yeah. getting those in order, I'm sure. Yeah, and it was, you know, I was scared to... You know, Tim played everything with his fingers. Right. And I played country with my fingers. I've always played with a pick when I was, mm-hmm. you know, in Firehouse and all my yeah. whole life. I never really even learned to play with my fingers till I moved to Nashville. Right. And a lot of that that Harris stuff, I cannot do it with my fingers. I yeah. have to do it with a pick, right? Right. So um, I didn't think they would dig that. I was like, oh, they're probably going to want somebody... You know, I didn't even know if they played, thought I played with my fingers or what. Right. I was like, so I got there and I was like, guys, I don't know if you know it or not, but I play with a pick most of the time. I mean, I can play a lot of stuff with my fingers, but it would be a lot more in time and mm-hmm. more defined and everything. I was like, well, yeah, let's try it out. And we were doing the way, and while we were in the middle of the song, Michael just walked out of the room. Mm. And he wouldn't play. He don't play guitar on that song anyway. <laughs> he walked out and was talking to his, his buddy that was there. I was like, oh, God, he's not digging this, right? They get him to walk out. Oh, no. Yeah, what did I do wrong? <laughs> so, he comes back in at the end of the song. He comes back in. He's like, he looked over at Robert. He's like, I'm liking this pick thing a lot. Nice. He said, man, it sounds so much. It's more in time and it's defined and you hear every note and it's not muffled and you know a lot of times you're playing with your fingers you get a lot of string slap and yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of noise going on you don't have that a lot of times with a pick but i was like thank god yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> at, least, at least they like that part of it so but he said i'm sure there's things that are going to call for you to play with your fingers I was like you know problem if unless, unless it's not super fast i'm fine but but there's one part of this I think it was uh, No More Hell to Pay when I was yeah. doing that one. There's this little high bass thing on there, and I'd play it with my fingers and play the other parts with a pick. And he was like, how are you doing that? What are you doing with the pick when you're playing yeah. with your fingers? And I can, like, I've got this thing where I can hold it in my hand here. All oh, right. right. Like palming and, it. Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, that's cool. You can do both. That's fine, then. So oh, okay. It's, good. it's awesome. all good. What did you think of the guys when you met them? I loved them, man, right yeah. off the bat. Uh felt right at home and i mean their whole organization's so incredible they're on top of everything like mm-hmm. i'm not used to at all yeah. i mean they're so cool i mean they took me in like i already feel like a part of the family and i've only been up there once you yeah. know they call me and everybody's on the phone at the same time and they're all hey how you doing it's like Wow, I love these people. Well, that's great. You know? Awesome. So, so that's great. So, so great far, vibe. so good. Got a great vibe. Yeah. Yep. So, and I know they they've been working on the record, but I think I saw an update that that you you've been on the road, so you haven't been able to get into the studio with them. Right. They started that record like the day after I left. Yeah. I'm up when I went up to audition, mm-hmm. and I still I was still I'm still playing with Craig now. I right. Mean, we we finished up for the year, but. 
we got a show or two here and there in January, February, and maybe March we'll have a few shows. So I'm going to stay with him until March because yeah. we start up in April mm-hmm. for shows in Italy. Um, so we're going to rehearse for a week right before we head out to Italy. So, mm-hmm. so I said, well, I'll just stay with Craig and give him plenty of time to find somebody and right on right. and give me time to learn everything. And, yeah, you know, I, did, I was going. Yeah, yeah, they didn't want. They didn't want the. Um, have to wait, spend time for me learning the songs and mm-hmm. traveling back up there and taking a lot of time doing that. They were on a tight budget and wanted to get it done. And totally understand that. They got a guy that did that, you know, knows everything and mm-hmm. I'll be able to, you know, see. They said, just we'll make you a tape of what he does. We'll have bass on one side and the music on the other. You can tell exactly what he's playing. You can play it. Put your spin on it. Play it how you want it. But I'll, it'll be there really loud so you can tell what's going on. Sweet. when you learn it so that's good <clears throat> yeah so what did craig morgan think when you told him you were going to be in striper <laughs> craig's a great guy he was happy for me i was like i come i was like craig we got to talk man i'm i'm gonna have to quit again this is the second time right. i quit on him you know yeah and uh he's like oh boy what where you, what are you doing that's <laughs> He was scared I was going to some other country guy, maybe. But uh-huh. listen, now I'm going back into rock and roll and going with a band called Striper. They're a Christian band. He's like, well, at least they're Christian. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so he's all happy they're a Christian band. And uh, he's a very Christian man and good man. And, you know, he understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's happy for me. And he said, you can stay as long as you want, man. Stay through March is good. And so that's good. It's all good. Cool. cool. So, are you, yeah. are you chomping at the bit to to get back out with, to get out with Stripers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I posted the other day. I was like, man, I wish we were playing tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, these next four or five months are going to seem like two years. Yeah. I bet. And we're going to be busy though. We're me and my wife. We're moving back home to Myrtle Beach. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad oh, we caught you man. before you moved. Yeah. We're. Uh, it'll be another six months probably. We've got. Um, Bought a lot down there, and we're getting a house built. So, cool. As soon as they get the house done, we're gonna move down there. Cool. So it doesn't matter where I'm at; they're all scattered around. Right. You know, yeah. Mike's in Boston, and the other two guys are in Vegas. So, he said it doesn't true. matter where you live. And I wanted to move back home anyway. Right. And cool. uh, so it's perfect timing and mm-hmm. everything on that. So. Well, cool. Yeah, we're excited on a bunch of fronts here you know that's cool starting over a new chapter yeah so well congrats from us yeah thank you um uh, i was gonna say have you heard any of the tracks that they've done for the album no nope. no no nope. so i heard the title of one that's gonna blow you away though yeah, yeah. i can't say it ah. I, was, I was gonna try to get the title out of you today <laughs> i was like do not tell anybody the name of this song. It was like, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, right. But it's going to be darker. He told me it's going to be a darker record, uh-huh. heavier. Uh, maybe some Priest and ACDC influences. And, Sweet. Wow. You know, so, and Priest. I was talking to Michael when I went up there, and we found out that Jesus Priest is, you know, both of our favorite bands. So, oh, really? Yeah, we both love Priest, man. And that's cool. So, and they have a new album coming out too. I know. Right. Excited about that. Maybe a Striper Priest tour. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh man, I would totally would buy tickets be. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, the interrogation's over, so let's get to some songs that you picked. 
<laughs> so the concept of if you're a new listener to the show, because I have a feeling a lot of Striper fans are going to be hearing our show for the first time this week. Um, the concept of six songs is a thing that Aaron came up with. Why don't you explain what it is? It was just an idea that, you know, a lot of times we get people on the show, like Perry, that we really, really like a lot. And then after we're done, it's like, we got to figure out a way to get Perry back on the show with us. So that's where six songs comes from. And it's perfect because it gives somebody an opportunity to turn the listeners on to music that's important to them. And I got a feeling hanging out with Perry Richardson that we're, we're going to hear some really good music today. Well, it's, yeah, it's going to be, <laughs> it's diverse. It's, uh, I don't know. What should we start with? Um, totally your call. That's yeah. something. You're the DJ. Crazy. Heavy and it's all most of the stuff's old. Okay, okay. nothing wrong so, with that. But uh, we're going to start with the song called Mayday. Mm-hmm. You remember anybody doing that? No. Mayday. Crimson Glory. Oh, the guys with the masks, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. heard of that band. Yeah, uh, I've never heard any of their music. Though. You wait till you hear this guy's voice. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So we're going to start with Mayday, Crimson Glory.
All right, that's cool. How do you know? How did they come on your radar? They were. Uh, they hit when I first moved to Raleigh in, right in the beginning of '87. There was a great college radio station in Raleigh that played stuff that you would not hear on normal radio. Right back in those days, college radio was where it was at for like real heavy stuff. Yeah, and uh, I heard the song on the ra- on that radio station one day and almost wrecked my truck <laughs> man and i went straight to the store and bought the record the second i heard it yeah it was that good to me at the time i was like oh my god this is freaking amazing and um it really got me into this guy can sing in the stratosphere i mean i've always loved guys that could that had really high voices and and but this guy's takes that to a whole new realm yeah <laughs> right but, but he can do it all he's real operatic but he's i mean he can he's he's so passionate i mean unfortunately he died um that's probably a lot of these people are dead but uh, uh he, he battled a bunch of demons but man he was a special talent yeah and where he, were they from he made a mark while he was here um I think Actually, I, was... I got to know the guitar player really well. Uh-huh. They were down there. He's, he lives in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I'm not sure if that's where they were based out of back when it first started. Not this was later on when I was playing with Craig in the beginning. It was probably 2004 mm-hmm. or so when I met him, and uh, he was the brains behind the whole thing. He recorded one of their albums. He was doing when I was down there, and he was pretty much recording everything yeah drum, programming drums and playing guitar and bass and everything else so but um yeah they were a big influence on me so. that was always kind of a wild band because i remember them too and the thing i think most people if they do know about them remember them for is wearing the masks yeah. like red masks but right the, they were uh, chrome yeah chrome. They were like masks. chrome kind of things and okay yeah. i remember the music being hard to pin down from song to song what like you couldn't just call it something you no. know you couldn't say oh well this is glam metal because they wear masks because the music mm-hmm. wasn't glam metal no but the way they looked appeared like a glam metal <laughs> kind of a band mm-hmm. yeah. but then it was almost like a progressive rock because it was a lot of it was so technical yeah. and like you say the operatic singer mm-hmm. it was it was one of them things, if you loved it, you loved it, but yes. otherwise you just thought, wow, this what is, is weird. What is this? You know? <laughs> I like the mask idea. That's, what That's I cool. Loved. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I think even that kind of threw it off, too, because you look at them, you see one thing, you listen to it, you hear something else. Two minutes later, you're hearing something totally different. And like I say, what, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was awesome. But there's good stuff. Yep. I don't know, and maybe I've got this confused, but I think, didn't they come back after, I know the guy died, but didn't they come back, and I think Todd LaTorre, who sings for Queens right now, was the fit, the replacement singer. If was I'm, he really? I could be wrong on this, and believe me, if I am, I'm going to hear about it. <laughs> but I want to think that that's where he came from, but I could be wrong. But I think I heard that that was where he came hmm, from. It was well, like a new possible. version of Crimson Glory. Hmm. But I'm probably wrong. I guess that would be the only kind of guy that could replace a singer like that. But he's got the chops to do that, too. Just that Queensryche stuff is up Because Queensryche and Crimson Glory are, in a lot of ways, kind of similar. Well, they were. And because I heard the first, that EP that Queensryche put out came out about the same Same time. time. And I heard that 
on the same station and went crazy about that too. Yeah. yeah I mean, I had a hard time that, yeah. deciding which yeah. band to go with, Grimms and Gloria, Queen's Right, because they were kind of similar. Yeah. You know. Kind of progressive metal. It's like yeah. these, this Queen's Reich's nothing but a Crimson Glory ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an interesting first pick. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Cool. So what's your next one? Let's see. We're going with something new. All right. Cool. A band called Santa Cruz. Oh, nice. I just used part of a song of theirs during the break music for our latest Did episode. Really? How crazy is that? We're going with Wasted and Wounded.
Cruz. This is a pretty great new band, huh? Oh, my goodness. My favorite new band by far. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. There's, we got to see them open for um, Sebastian Bach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he played here in Nashville. Oh, right on. Yeah. Right. I think that was before everybody started talking about God, it. Dude, there's two guys, two of the best guitar players in the world, and yeah. they're both in the same band. Yeah. And one group. of them sings his butt off. I'm like, what in the world? And aren't like, they from Sweden? They're somewhere over there. They're from somewhere in Europe. Sweden or... Which you'd think they're from California with their yeah. name. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> that, but they do, they the, have that, they're kind of that throwback to right. the 80s sound. That's one of them, like, <laughs> which you, we love. You play an album that came out in 2017 and say, hey, guess what year this came out in? And you'd never, you'd never get you'd never it's guess. It's like a cross between... Warrant and Pantera or something, right? You know, Kinda, like, yeah, because they have a little, they have little hints of heavier <laughs> stuff in their music too, but it's melodic at the same time. Or still Panther and Pantera, right? I mean, it's like I don't know how to explain it, but it's so good. And their writing, their songs are amazing. Yeah, and on top of their lead, you just can't wait to get to the lead to see how off the freaking track they're going to be on this one, man. I just play as fast mm-hmm. as they can. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time, and it's, they got more. I like to say they got more licks than a fifty-pound salt block. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one before, <laughs> but I'm going to totally use it all the time now. <laughs> Is that a Perry Richardson original? Uh, I think that's a Tommy Red <laughs> oh, okay. original from Nantucket. That boy had <laughs> he had more lines than you've ever heard. heard of. Good Lord, that boy was funny. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> See, I love bands like Santa Cruz that. You know, in 2017, and you you hear guys like Gene Simmons say, "Well, rock's dead." You know, no, it ain't. Whatever. Listen, listen to this. Oh, you know, God. this tells you that it is alive and well. It's these young mm. bands like you know, like Denman and the Tip, and you know, the guys that we had at the have Rock heard, and Pot Expo. Have you heard Denman yet? Uh-uh. Oh yeah, you got to listen to Denman. In front of uh, like the singer and the brother, the singer and the guitar player are brothers. And they moved here from New York, and they're like what 23, 24 now. Yeah. They're young. But they look. If you look at them, you swear they walked out of a phone booth, from, you know, out of a time machine from 1988. They look yeah. straight out of 1988. The hair, the clothing, everything. Yeah, oh, they both awesome. drive like 1988 IROC Z cars. <laughs> they literally live in the 80s. They're awesome, and, but they're incredibly talented. I love it. And uh, Michael Wagner just did their album. Oh, really? Man, it's good. And man. this kid, Dakota, the guitar player, he's straight up he looks and sounds like George Lynch circa nineteen eighty eight. It's really it's wow. almost eerie at times. And they're uh I'll send you a link to their stuff because they're just Do that. they yes. are just incredibly yeah. talented. Oh you'll love it. You'll that. love it. But there's and there's but there's a whole ton of bands from yeah. Europe and Sweden that are going right now that have that old school sound. It's yep. it's blowing up over there. I know. That's crazy man and these guys are they were, I love them. They're so good. Awesome. That's another one. Even like on at decibelgeek.com, our, our website and on the Facebook page that we got going. Mm-hmm. Man, so many of our listeners just rave about Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, we have. Oh, we yeah. should play more of them. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that totally fits our. And they our were cool guys too. We went up to them at the show that mm-hmm. night. We yeah. saw them there. They were back at the merch table and uh, went to introduce themselves. Like, hey, man, I'm Perry. You might have. Heard the band. I was in a band called Firehouse, and he was like, he come running to me, grabbed me, and hugged me, and started singing "Don't Treat Me Bad." Nice. <laughs> nice. It's like, well, it's like I guess you know who I am. Not, but 
they were really cool and that's great they appreciated us hanging out and liking their stuff so cool yeah but my wife loves them too yeah she's yeah, sitting yeah. right here shaking her head uh-huh. yeah we're, we're down like, a microphone otherwise yeah, we could hear her. we've got a she's got uh this song that song is the ringtone on her phone oh really <laughs> it was wasted and wounded is that what you okay yeah. yeah awesome yeah i played a song Part of a song of theirs called River Phoenix on yeah. the newest episode. Yeah, yep. that's on the newest album. Yeah. Yep. Heavier, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, heavier than the last one. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, two good songs so far. What do you okay. got for next one? 2017's actually been a pretty good year for mm-hmm. new music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I had to put a pre song in. Yeah. No, right. no complaints there. And I'm, and uh, unless and, it's off and, Nostradamus, then I'll. No. <laughs> no arguments here. No. I went with uh, my my ringtone yeah. for her on my phone. Isn't uh-huh. that weird? It's like it's a song called "The Touch of Evil." Oh, that's a great yeah. song. You like that one? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that song. Yeah, that's a fantastic. Rob Halford was my hero growing up, man. Yeah, he was it. I mean, the whole band. I mean, I love those guys. They're by far, hands down, my all-time favorite. Right? Yeah, and talking about hard to pick a song i mean i'm yeah. going back to sin after sin and uh-huh i love that you album. know yeah the british steel the mm-hmm. all of them every yeah. every album they ever did i just love yeah and yeah uh, they had like i'd call it a winning streak of albums that most bands could never even dream of no. right how can you write that many great songs yeah. you know and his voice oh it's amazing was He's the guy. They're the godfathers of metal, in my opinion, yeah. man. I mean, I know Deep Purple was in there and Black Sabbath and all that, but man, I think Priest really shaped it more than anybody. Yeah, you know. But, was so. Priest the first band that is that was that what got you to start playing? Well, yeah, because I started listening to them. I think the first album I bought from them it was probably '77. Yeah. What was the first album of theirs you got? I think it was Sin After Sin. Sin After Sin. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite albums by them. Yeah. Roger Glover produced it. I know. Yeah. From Deep Purple. <laughs> so, you have to th- so there is a connection. Yeah, Deep Purple right. props, but. <laughs> <laughs> He was actually brought in to save that album, if you know the story behind That's it. Right. I do not. Well, they were going to produce it themselves. Oh, they didn't boy. want they didn't want uh, Tom Allen to do it, and they were like, well, they told the record company we're going to do it ourselves. So they turned in the rough mixes to the record company, and it's just awful. Like the <laughs> the record company like panicked. They were like, we can't release this. Which oh, I'd like no. to hear what they did. Just it'd be interesting to hear what they were planning on releasing. Yeah. But but they called Roger Glover at the time, and they're like, you have to come and fly to you have to fly to where they're recording and save this album. And he didn't even want to do it, but they offered him like an insane amount of money to go in and do it. But he got it. They weren't and they weren't thrilled to see him when he showed up either they were like you know we're we're fine with what we're doing and he's like well that's not what your record company tells me <laughs> so oh they worked it out they, they went down and got drunk together and then they were fine but uh but yeah he he had to come in at the 11th hour and fix that album completely from what I, i've read that's funny wow. man yeah. i mean I, yeah i mean yeah it was 77 sin after sin yeah yeah I'm uh, fond of a lot of that '70s stuff, actually, more than everything else they've done. I yeah, like that the earlier yeah, stuff. I yeah. do too, man. Yeah. Sad Wings of Destiny. No. And, I mean, and, you know, Killing yes. Machine, and yeah, yep. There's, it's just amazing music. Yep, Stained Class. Stained Class. Yeah. 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 All those albums are, are perfect album. There's like not bad tracks on any of them. No, <laughs> no. 
But uh, no, it's so hard to pick one Judas Priest song. We could you could have picked all we six could have done Priest six, songs yeah, and still six had, Judas Priest had songs. Very dilemmas over what to pick. <laughs> Maybe that we'll do next time. We'll have you out good. to do a Judas Priest discussion. We'll we can that. do that. Right, huh? but, yeah, because I can yeah, talk about them for hours too. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh God, I got. I mean, we got the first. I was. We were playing in uh, in Phoenix. I think it was an outdoor show in July fourth. Mm-hmm. It was really hot, right? I'm playing, and I look over, and by my side field, I caught somebody out of the corner of my eye. I look over there, and there's Rob Halford standing there, right? But you know, his elbows up on my side field, look watching us. Wow! And I about lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was my biggest hero ever and, he's and there he's play. like 10 feet from me just standing there looking at me i'm like oh my gosh wow somebody could have warned me sides were like going crazy <laughs> and uh so I was, i'm sure i started screaming a lot louder after i saw him yeah but yeah we got to hang out many times i've oh, been really? to his house four or five times and yeah we hung out and down and i got stuck in miami one time with him and our uh, manager was friends with him, so we got to got to know him, and uh, that was great. Yeah, yeah, it was. He's a good guy, good guy. That's cool when you get to meet your heroes, and they're actually awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. especially when they're not pulling a gun on you. <laughs> <laughs> you never pulled so a gun true. on me. Like, Man, I used to love Weekend Warriors. Now I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> Oh, I start God. shaking uncontrollably whenever Cat Scratch Fever comes on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. I know. I love that stuff so much. I can't listen to it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bring up painful memories. But it was it was one of the most uh, popular stories ever told on our show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. Well, that's why when we were talking, we just did our 300th episode, and I said, I think maybe the craziest sentence ever uttered on Decibel Geek Podcast out of all the interviews we've ever done, out of every, all the stories we've ever heard, eaten by a tiger. <laughs> yeah, nothing will top that. I don't know anyone that's ever going to top that story. No. My jaw yeah. was on the floor when you told us that. I was like, what? I mean, Ozzy Osbourne, if we got to interview him, I doubt he's got any eaten by a tiger stories. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, heard, I've heard of drug overdoses, fights, <laughs> yeah, guns yeah. being pulled on people, but, but never anyone getting eaten by a tiger at a show. Crazy. Yeah, I, hope I never, never lived through that one again. No. Firehouse problems. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, that's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> Poor guy, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, our condolences. Yeah, our condolences. Yeah. Knows anybody that's if been anyone, by a tiger. If anyone in the family's listening, we're sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my God.
Thoughts with David Lee Roth. A Mercedes-Benz is class because it represents money. However, chili dogs have absolutely no class but a great deal of style. Piper, breathing new life into the spirit of rock and roll. Saturday night, October 22nd at Louisville Gardens. Sunshine Promotions and Southern Promotions present Striper Rifle. In God We Trust, the Tour. Striper. Yo, what the hell out of Striper and very special guests. White Line. Tickets for Striker go on sale this Friday at the Garden Box Office at all Ticketron locations or charge by phone at 589-9070. Whiteburn. Saturday night, October 22nd. Before we get back into our awesome conversation with Perry, man, we're getting to hear all kinds of great music so far today. We've got more to go. You know, as always, we encourage you to support these bands, whether it be Striper or any of the bands you're hearing here today on Decibel Geek Podcast. Get out there, support these bands, support these artists. Let's keep rock and roll alive together. Buy the music, go to the concerts, buy the t-shirts. Do what you can. Do your part, just like we try to do here every single week. Um, something we we do a lot of work around here to help you know promote rock and roll. But every once in a while, we got to stop and promote ourselves a little bit. And the perfect way to do that is to let you guys know about our VIP program. Mm-hmm. It's through Patreon.com, and basically what it is is it's a way for you to get a whole lot more decibel geek in your life. Yep. You know, there's all kinds of cool stuff going on. We've got a exclusive Facebook page. Where we communicate with our VIPs, Chris and I are on there quite a bit, talking to people, you know, sharing news, sharing stories, and uh, the Chris and Aaron show. We just before we recorded here today, we did a Chris and Aaron show and uh, a really good one, you know, some really inside information on that one. That you know, of course, as VIPs, we always say, hey. What is said on the Chris and Aaron show stays within this core group of special people. Yeah, if you want so. to be a special person, you got to sign up. Um, <laughs> but then you got to understand. You got to keep your mouth shut, though. Yeah, you got to keep your mouth shut about the stuff we're talking about right. on there because it's not always politically correct and no. it's not always. Well, it's never the kind of stuff we're going to talk about on Decibel Geek, so it's well, it's a I, whole nother world for you to explore. I revealed who killed Kennedy a few weeks ago. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. And I would have never guessed it, but it makes so much sense. But yeah. the only way you can find out is by becoming a VIP. There is 60-plus episodes yeah. of the Chris and Aaron show. You get all the back archives, plus a whole bunch of other stuff that we tried mm-hmm. out. We did verses for a while yeah, we where we just picked two different bands and argue about who was better. Drunkenly. and drunkenly a lot of times yeah Yeah. and uh so there like i said all kinds of cool stuff for the vips go to patreon.com look up decibel geek podcast find your level of subscription because there's all kinds of different ways Mm -hmm. to contribute where you get all kinds of different things you could even come on the decibel geek podcast with us host a show of your choosing yeah 
You pick yeah. the songs, you pick the theme, everything, just like last week's Bonus Tracks episode. Yeah, just like that. And how much fun was that and how cool right. did it turn out? It was great. Yeah, you so, could be a part of that. Yeah, join up. We want to increase the uh, listenership of that because there's really good stuff there, guys. If you're into the show and you listen every week, it's totally worth it. Right. And, you know, we right. talk about it all the time, decibelgeek.com. You want to you wanna look sweet. You want to look cool. You got to wear a Decibel Geek t-shirt. You can get one there. While you're at decibelgeek.com, I mean, Christmas time is coming. It's almost the end of the year. People People are our writers are putting together their year end lists. This mm-hmm. is always a must read for everybody, especially because us. yeah, especially <laughs> us because it's Christmas time. You're thinking about what music you want to ask for for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus is going to bring you that new L.A. Guns album or something along those lines. You want to you want to know what to ask for on your Christmas list? Well. Now's the time to check out decibelgeek.com because you're going to find out all the top recommendations from all the top rock journalists all over the world that make their home at decibelgeek.com. Um, something else I got to tell you about, you know, because we haven't really paid too much attention here to it lately on the show, but I mean, holy moly, the Decibel Geek TV on Facebook, Rock and Ron Runyon, has been killing it. Oh, the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel, yeah. yeah. what I say? Facebook. Oh, Decibel Geek TV is what <laughs> I'm trying to talk about. Rock yeah. and Ron Runyon, I'm so excited. So much cool stuff going on on there. Subscribe to mm-hmm. it, subscribe to it, subscribe to it. You know, that way, anytime Rock and Ron uploads something, you're going to automatically know it's there. Yep. You know, that's important because... The only thing that's going up on Decibel Geek TV is really kick-ass rock and roll stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, even to the point where, like, this last week, Ron released some stuff that I didn't even know was going to get released when he uh, took the recordings of what Ian and Ralph and I did before we started recording the Lizzie Borden episode. No, that was on Rock and Metal Combat. Oh, is that on there? Yeah. Okay, we'll check that out, too. That and then was we... Ralph's fault. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's then, good, though. It is okay. I'm, I'm, I heard it's fun. <laughs> it's really good. I got to check it out myself, see if I'm in trouble with anybody. No, I think you're good. But uh, <laughs> very off-the-cuff stuff, you know. Yeah. But like we say, there's all kinds of cool stuff going on in the Decibel Geek universe. You know, get a, be, become a part of it. You know, we yeah. invite you in. Mm-hmm. Talking about Christmas time and shopping and getting your Christmas list together, here's something you can do to help us out. You're doing your shopping on Amazon. It's the holiday season. You're out buying gifts for the people you love and maybe even for yourself. If you love yourself, you should get yourself something good. And if you're going to do your shopping on Amazon, there's only one way to do it. Go to decibelgeek.com, find our Amazon banner. We make it nice and easy for you to find right at the top of the page. You click on that. What do you find? You're at Amazon. It doesn't look any different because it's not. All you're doing is taking a little shortcut around the way to get there through us. So Amazon says, hey, thank you, Decibel Geek, for sending these people to Amazon. They don't know that you already knew Amazon existed. They think we're telling you about it for the first time. Go there, buy all your stuff. They think we sent you there. They're going to give us a little kickback. It doesn't cost you anything extra. No money extra comes out of your pocket with your purchases. But you help us us because Amazon kicks us a little bit of what they make off the deal, which is pretty cool. And the other really cool thing about that is they give us the list. Yeah, we get a list of everything you guys buy. And you guys did great this past week. Some really cool stuff was purchased, including... A fancier studio riser desk extra wide. That was $179. Thank oh, you Oh, is so that much. one of them cool-ass desks that yeah. stand up? Oh, man, I'd love to have one of them. Someone got a brand-new cool. uh, HP LaserJet monochrome printer. Thank you for that. An iPhone iPhone 8 Plus case. Some Levi's men's medium stonewashed jeans. That's stonewashed stylish, jeans are man. back. Shoot, yeah, man. Everything that's old is new again. They wear, Did they ever go away? I don't know. Not in my closet. <laughs> An Emerson Smart Set Alarm Clock Radio, a 
looks like a tilt TV wall mount bracket, so you can hang your TV up on your wall. Cool. Two versions of No Way, No Easy Way Out, the uh, Robert Tepper song from the Rocky Four soundtrack that I mentioned last week. On oh, the that's funny. Episode. That's awesome. That's a, it's one of the greatest songs ever written. Uh, Kiss Nowhere to Run from the Killers album. Cool. Michael Bublé's Christmas. It is Christmas time. time of year. Uh, Chris Stapleton from A Room Volume 1. I'm not a country fan, but I do like his stuff. Uh, on DVD, La La Land, that was like one of the bigger movies from last year. And uh, a All Aboard Locomotive Train Wall Clock. And That just shows it can really truly can be anything. anything. It doesn't just have to be rock and roll. Some books were bought, uh, the ones that rock and roll related. John Lennon, The Life, which we just passed that anniversary. Billy Idol, Dancing With Myself, was bought on Kindle. And... Uh, Steven Adler's My Appetite for Destruction, Sex, Drugs, and Guns N' Roses. Then we're going to be some awesome Christmas presents. Yep. Very cool. I'd like to see all that stuff under the tree. Absolutely. Thanks, you guys, for yes. shopping through our link. And uh, we ready to get back to talking to Perry? I know I sure am. Let's do it. Okay. So three good songs. So you're halfway home and, and no '70s jazz. So we're good. All right. <laughs> so what we got next? Um, Dave Brubeck, 1979. <laughs> Burt Bacharach. Yeah. These next three are a little weirder and out of the, the normal okay. metal vein. We're gonna go with uh, "Rain" by Uriah Heep. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Oh, Uriah Heep. It's just him and a piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really shows off how amazing that guy's voice was. Is 
been one of the biggest influences on me musically mm-hmm. yeah like the vocals the background vocals were insane i mean they did all that stuff i mean them and queen mm-hmm. i mean they were right. just that stuff was straight to tape man there wasn't no yep. messing around no you had to sing it you know <laughs> and uh, which album is the rain from man i don't even know well, i'll look it up I, I, yeah i they got they're another one. It's got about twenty eight. Yeah, they got a lot, right. a lot of albums. I forget which one that's on. When I got it, it was on like a compilation thing. So yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what it was on. I can tell you, it's probably not on Abominagog. No, <laughs> I remember the day I, a, I bought that and took it the, home. I was yeah. like the craziest album cover. Yeah. Ever. I felt weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's such Look a wild album, album cover. cover. <laughs> and and the music on it's nothing like you'd expect it to uh-uh. sound like. You know, man, they went through some. They went through some members. Yeah. God. I look. I had. I saw something. I can't remember if it was on one of their later albums or if it was in a magazine or something. But they had a chart of everyone who's of everybody that was in the band and when yeah. they were in the band and what record they were on. And it was like fifty people. So it's like L.A. Yeah. Guns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scheduled to play for them next week. <laughs> My mom's scheduled the week after that. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, we're never uh, getting a Tracy Guns uh, interview. Uh, no, uh, thanks a lot. Man. <laughs> well, the guitar tech that works, John King, yeah. was working. He, he, I talked to him the other day. But he was on his way to Europe with Tracy, and he was on the plane sitting. <laughs> Tracy was sitting beside him. I was like, "Man, I hadn't seen that boy in forever." Tell him hi. He's like, "You sitting right here?" He's grinning. He said, "Congratulations on getting a job." Oh, really? But he's the guitar tech for Striper. So, oh, really? Yeah, so he works with with that Tracy with them too. Guns. Yeah, which they're back. You know, him and Phil are doing it again together. So yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. New album. I can't yeah. wait to see. They're going to be on the Monsters, Monsters Rock. Rock cruise. Yeah, and they just put a new yeah. album out too. But so uh, I'll get to see them on there. I'm going to go. But that's. I mean, that's uh, a long-standing joke on the show, though. Is about yeah. how many members they've had in the band. Right. They so, have had a quite a few. Yeah. They've. I think they've had around 30 members. <laughs> wow. Over the whole history of the band. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Wow. So we should do a show on that sometime. Do the research and find out the bands that have had the most member changes. <laughs> They're up there. And you're right. He's yeah. up there, too. <laughs> yeah. 95% of theirs are dead. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get to interview everybody that's ever been a member of L.A. Guns at one time. You'd have to start oh, your own podcast. Tough, yeah. <laughs> the L.A. Guns member the LA podcast. Member podcast. <laughs> You couldn't get them all in here. Could You'd you? hit 300 episodes for sure. Right, yeah. No time. Jeez. <laughs> or you funny. do the podcast long enough till you actually get to play in the band, and then, then you end the podcast. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right, so you're okay. I Heap. That was a good pick. That's you're cool. Uriah Heap. I love them, man. They were just, I just I always go back and listen to them. It's they're like, kind of a hidden gem. Like you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't. They don't come up in conversation much. You know? Totally, but underrated. they've been around forever. They just, they just signed another record deal. They're gonna put another album out. God, oh nice. Yeah. They're on Frontiers like everyone else is. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I gotta I, love Frontiers. Yeah, thank God for them. I think yeah, Stripers on they, Frontiers. Aren't they, they are. Yeah. yeah. So the, yeah, but the, the, I think their original bass player was. Everybody asked me who my biggest bass influence was. I never really had one. Mm-hmm. But that guy probably more than anybody. Yeah. Know? I mean, he was really good. And was it, it was, Bob Daisley? Who played? Could have been. Because I know, I know Lee, Bob Daisley played on. He I know played, he was, he on was that with them. The guy, and uh, Lee Kerslake was on the drummer. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then they went to Ozzy's band after that album. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the first guy. It probably it may not have been Bob Daisley. It may have been after that. Um. But that that's one of the few bands I could say because the bass was always up front in the yeah. mix, too. Yeah. You know, that and that bass and that organ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see them live them. back in the day? No. They toured a lot back in the day. Never got to see them. I've, where I lived, we didn't get anybody. I had to drive yeah. three or four hours to go to where anybody would be playing. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. It was. I know how that is. That's how it was when I was a kid, too, where I lived. That sucks. We had one year, 1976. Mm -hmm. They had this, somebody came in and built this music. It was called the Myrtle Beach Music Fair. Mm -hmm. And that year was, oh, my God. Dude, they had everybody. The place lasted one year. It went bankrupt because they brought in. Who played at it? And they only held like 3,000 people. Yeah. So they would book everybody like four and five nights in a row. <coughs> so everybody Kiss. could see them? Kiss was there four nights in a row. Oh, wow. Black wow. Oak, Arkansas four nights. Leonard Skinner. Elton John. Oh, wow. Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Wow. I can't remember everybody. It was unbelievable. It's like every week it was just some people that sell out coliseums are playing this little three and four thousand seat place oh wow nice. and it was amazing and a buddy of mine from high school worked there <clears throat> so i got he'd sneak me in the back <laughs> it was right <awesome>. on <laughs> it was 76 the 76 wow yep so kiss would have been on the destroyer tour for that probably i couldn't tell you yeah mm-hmm. Well, we're the Kiss nerds. Like, yeah, the, the way you feel about Priest, that's what we are about Kiss. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, All right. so we got Let's two see. picks left. All right. We're going to go with a song called Everything Will Flow by London Suede. This is a new one on me. Okay. Who is London Suede? And they were um, also known as just Suede in the States. Uh-huh. Um, I ran across this band when the first time we were in uh, Malaysia, I think. It might have been Indonesia. 
we were in a hard rock cafe. Yeah, it was Indonesia because we'd just we'd been there. We toured there. We were the first rock band to ever play there. That's where that guy got eaten by the right. tiger, right? Yeah, <laughs> it all comes back so, around. Yeah. <laughs> so the last of that tour, we'd already been there a month, I think, and the last, I think, the last city we were coming to was Jakarta, which is the main, the big actual city with people in it yeah <laughs> right and that's where i saw we the it was a hard rock cafe was there and uh that's where i ordered like four or five hamburgers at once and almost started crying because it was real food oh yeah white, yeah. white, white rice or monkey knuckles or whatever i've been eating for the last month <laughs> <laughs> it was monkey. terrible. What a monkey not to taste like. <laughs> they, they'd give you stuff that you couldn't tell what it was. It would just be like a piece of a round thing would look like four or five knuckle things coming off of it and light, light hair on it and it would deep fry it. And they'd say it was chicken. Did it taste like chicken? No, it wasn't chicken. Oh, I grew wow. up on a farm. There's no way you yeah. cut up a chicken to make him look like that. That's wow. No Anyway, but you're so hungry, you I ain't was, got nothing else for you to do, you know. <laughs> you eat white rice because you know what that is. That's wow. all I ate for a month. Wow. Anyway, so we were in, we were in that Hard Rock Cafe, and I'm sitting there eating a the hamburger. Just, oh my god, it was the best thing I'd ever had in my life. And they had this jumbotron up. We were going to do a show there. We mm-hmm. set up and we were playing. The, they had this big screen up, and this video come on of this band, and it was the. I don't know why it hit me like it did. I was like, "This, these guys, are, they were amazing. I, I don't know how to explain what kind of music it is. It's mm-hmm. kind of a European poppy rock thing. Mm-hmm. They were huge over there. I mean, they yeah. were like Backstreet Boys were here at the time or something. You know, it was that kind of, they were enormous. Mega stars. Yeah, yeah. but they were rocking. They weren't like right. a boy band or anything. But... That video got me. It was like they all had this super uber cool vibe, all of them. You know, mm-hmm. it was like not long haired guys, but like model looking guys. You know, it was like, but it was panning through. They were doing this thing, and the keyboard player was sitting there and he's playing. His, he's got his little keyboard set up and he's sitting there, and you could see his whole body's just one little thing, one little. Stan holding the thing up, you could see him really well. Mm-hmm. And as the cameras come panning by him, he's sitting there holding like one key down with one finger, right? Mm-hmm. And the camera comes by, he just looks up and goes, just kind of shakes his head with a smirk <laughs> on his face. <laughs> like, what am I doing here? <laughs> like holding this one note for this song. And I was like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing I ever saw. In that my is life. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, normally the, in the video they'd be faking it you know yeah, he's like I'm not in my like, I'm not faking this <laughs> so cool it doesn't, you don't even care <laughs> you don't even care at all I'm like it's so, so great and I like love this song like, and it hit me right away like god that's a great song so I I went and bought an album by them every song on it they got the coolest guitar tones and keyboard sounds it's all nothing that I was used to mm-hmm. <laughs>
So cool. That's and cool. and I ended up just buying every album they had. They were so 
ended up being one of my favorite bands for a long time. London Suede. Discovered in a place you would never expect to discover them, too. Right. No. In between eating monkey knuckles and uh, <laughs> yeah. people being eaten by tigers, and here's yeah. here's English suede, and it was uh, called everything will. Was it called everything will flow? Everything will flow. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. We're broadening our horizons here today. I like there it. There was another band that I met over there, like the same kind of thing. They were called Michael Learns to Rock. You ever heard of them? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. There's another one. They were a borderline boy band sounding but yeah. 10 times better it didn't have a lot of that stupid right poppy harmony it's like more crap like going on with duran duran kind of stuff was, i can't explain it yeah. it sonically is some of the best sounding records i've ever heard hmm. the songs are all great michael learns to rock michael learns to rock check that out okay yeah all right yep. you're starting to straddle the boy band line though you told me you weren't gonna do this <laughs> keeps, coming, do keeps coming back to tigers and boy bands <laughs> okay right. what we got one more yeah one more uh okay what i got left is uh chicken soup bye you know who did that chicken soup. chicken soup over that no angel Oh, Angel. All right, cool. Yes. Oh. Like Angel. Mm. Which album is Chicken Soup? That's on, on uh, boy, you, you, you're testing me, man. I don't know, putting you on the spot. <laughs> I don't know if it was sinful. I like or... not having to be the one that knows yeah. all my stuff. <laughs> I'm just kind of getting into Angel over the last couple of years. Yeah. I kind of discovered them late through our listeners. By doing this show. Yeah. yeah. People so have... many listeners are like, you got to listen to Angel. Like, oh, I didn't yeah. even know that. We found out they were the anti-kiss. Yeah. yeah. Well, and our buddy uh, Greg Mangus, <laughs> uh, he's he's a huge fan of them. We, we if we ever do an Angel episode, we need to have him come out and we ought to guide us through that discussion. Oh, it's on Hell of a Band. <clears throat> Hell of a Band. Ninety four. Yeah, but I do 
cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How'd you discover Angel? I saw a picture of them. I don't know if it was in what was that Circus Magazine? Yeah. Back in the day. Right on. I it was. Uh, it was like they were. It was just all of them on the cover. And they had like a mirror at their waist, and you could see it was kind of a double image, you could upside oh, it down a, kind of uh, thing. On Earth as it is in heaven, or no? It, the, it was like it a blue background. Person. Yeah, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. I'm not sure, but I'm willing to bet they were all wearing white. They were, <laughs> yeah. they were wearing white. I, I, I was like, they influenced me a lot, style wise, I guess, or looks wise, yeah. and, and like. They were like the epitome. All of these guys had perfect hair, didn't they? Yeah, Punky yeah, Meadows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Frank Zappa wrote a song about his hair. Yeah. You know? Come yeah, on. You know you got good hair. Well, Punky Meadows, he set the template for the 80s rock band haircut. Yeah, he did. I mean, totally. he was totally ahead of his time. Yeah. They yeah. Were, but they had some great songs, man. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love them. They were another band. I just, uh, I, I would put them, in, they're in my top, I, I don't know, it's just like Priest. Angel, Uriah Heap. They're top three. They're top two. Or they're number two or three for me. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Angel's a good band. That's another one. You're obviously a fan of underrated bands. I can yeah. tell. You know, I never you, was you root one for the underdog. I never did. Like, everybody jump on the bandwagon, I'd jump off of Yeah. It, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Angel live? No. Although most people didn't. They, I mean, it was they such a short-lived that thing. much. But yeah. yeah, they had all this magic stuff. Yeah, did you hear about on. the opening to their show? Yeah. Actually, yeah. And on, um, I think there was a book that came out about Casablanca Records a few years ago. And as part of the promotion, they would the guy that wrote it worked for Casablanca, and he would release like video archive stuff from his vault. And one of the things he released was the intro to Angel's concert. And it's, they had like this big, like it was an angel head or something on mm-hmm. stage and it would talk Yeah, and it would intro the band members and like the band members would have their own like entrances to the stage. It was like very kiss-like. Yeah. And, they, uh, yeah, they had, but it was like the voice of would, God, you yeah, know, it was like a, yeah. and they would materialize. Yeah. yeah and like, and then, and then a man with a guitar showed up, I present punky metal. And then like a light would show up and there's punky and yeah, yeah you can watch it on YouTube. Check that out. That but like, that's the, awesome. that's the only known footage of, of a show of theirs, I think. Like there's no concerts of theirs online. You can't find hardly anything live on them. Yeah, yeah. You, you find some stuff where they're lip syncing on a TV show. Yeah, that's about all you can find. About Promo it. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Frank Domino, the singer, he, great singer, and he just yeah. put a good solo album out a year or so ago called Domino. Really? Yeah. Right and Punky just put an album out this past year. Man, he's finally because he went into hiding for like yeah. a, over two decades. And he just came back into the public life. He still looks the same, too. Wow. Still has the hair. Unbelievable. I'd love to get him on the show. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, I bet he's got some awesome oh, stories. God, I bet. I, talk, I, I met the drummer. Was it Barry Brandt? Barry Brandt, yeah. I met him in L.A. I think it was like the first time we ever went to L.A. Yeah. I, mean, I think it was FM Station or one of those clubs and met him. And it's like, oh, my God. Just people just walk around. <laughs> wow <laughs> much like nashville is now <laughs> right yeah yeah it's sort of like us going to a benefit yeah. concert and there's perry richardson from firehouse yeah <laughs> he's just walking around <laughs> right, right he's almost in your simon walmart again <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's true but you know they, they did a 
I think they did a reunion gig this past year oh, in, yeah, in that's Vegas. Right. That's yeah, right. Eddie Trunk did an interview with the whole band. Really? And it was like the first time in like 30 years they'd all been in the same room together. Man. But uh, I suppose they're probably more revered nowadays than oh, they yeah. ever were. Yeah, people yeah. are way into yeah. them now. But yeah, we yeah. should do an episode on them. That's for sure. Totally. Yeah, I'd always be down to learn more about that band because there's, like you say, it's one of them bands where you hear the music, it's so good. And you think, like, how does not everybody know about this how come nobody ever taught me about this band you know and it was so different too it was not your normal Mm -hmm. rock man it was no they kind of straddled the line of progressive rock with the keyboard stuff and the keyboards i mean jafria was jafria was great great, man yeah and uh that boy was surrounded by keyboards yeah all four sides They were kind of like a hard rock Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. You yeah. Know? Like they were, yeah. they yeah. would do the technical stuff, but they still had the songs. Though. Like they had songs yeah. that were made for arenas, yep. you know? Yep. And yeah, it's a shame they never bro- broke bigger than they did. I know. Because they yeah. were good. Then Stars was another band like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they were kind of like brother bands, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's been fun having you back. Yeah, yeah man. It's awesome. Glad man. you got to play some songs that you like and yeah and get good that stuff. out there good picks by the way thank you and again man congratulations on the striper gig this is we're oh, really man. looking forward to hearing the new music and seeing you out on tour with oh, them i'm so excited you guys got to come see us play live yeah, for sure you do a national show i hope so yeah yeah, hope yeah. So. put a bug in michael's ear because nashville will show out for, oh, for yeah. striper oh yeah, yeah. i think sure they always will. do well when they play here I, we saw them at the wild horse about yeah five years ago maybe Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we actually got backstage. I met him that night. Oh, really? Right yeah. on. Yeah. I don't think they remember that either. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're still waiting for that that long rumored Heaven and Hell tour where they tour with Slayer. Oh my that's, goodness, that's been, that would be great. That's been rumored for decades. Uh-huh. It'd be great to see it happen though. What? And I think I remember Striper said, "Yeah, we'll do it." And Kerry King was like, "No, we're not going to tour with those guys." So. If you want to be upset with somebody, be upset with Slayer. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh well. Well, why don't we? Um, you know, we picked your six songs. We we need to do a playout song to go. Why don't, why don't we have you pick a, a striper song to play to play us out? Oh, anyone let's you want? Let's do. Uh, let's do Heaven on Fallen from Fault and Fallen album. There you it's go. Great song. Yeah, All awesome. Right. Love well, that song. Perry, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Good to see you again.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.